We're big gay nerds, back to playing Cage of Sand by Luciella Scarlet. Uh, I don't think we have directly named her in this yet, so thought I would do that. Um, I'm Owen, founder and director of Big Gay Nerds, and joining me today we have Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie, and I just appear sometimes. Um, yeah, I never know what else to say. <laughs> uh, Joe? I am Joe, also known as Jonix. My pronouns are they, them. And uh, I I appear often now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm she, her, they, them. I also always forget that. <laughs> I'm he, him. I forget whether or not I said it already. Um, normally we would be joined by my spouse, uh, Levi, they, them. Uh, they're sitting this one out. Um, so, on previous loops of Cage of Sand, which, you know, if you had not listened to before, you should. It's all in a convenient playlist on SoundCloud, but um, am I the only one who has not done, like, a recap of a previous loop? I think so. Okay, yeah, well, then I will go ahead and do this one. So, um, loop three, um, the main things that happened were... uh, well, really, the main thing that happens uh, is that things seem to be going pretty well for people in the town of Bitter Branch. Um, the big major interaction that happened is that we found out that Donnie Brook is um, the more or less the heir to the Brook clan. Uh, and basically, we got to look that this like little scrappy, like odd jobs guy. Uh, is a little more important, at least to his rather large family, than we originally realized. And uh, even more important than that is that uh, the local priest, Nim, um, had completed a community garden and uh, actually became romantically involved with July, like all official, for the first time. Um, and then people started getting killed by weird wooden swords. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the big theme with that, I think, was that in the midst of all this going on, July was still together with Nim, who actually survived the whole loop for the first time, and it sort of gave us and her an idea of what July really wants out of the situation. So there, there was that. Uh, anything else that I skipped over? Oh, I think that's that's a pretty good summation. Okay, so now that we enter loop four, we talked about this a little bit, but things start to get different in the past the third loop, right? Ah, uh, yes. I do not have the PDF open because I've been just watching it through the stream. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Yeah, um, at the, and in Act 1, um, after three loops, things start to change. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So something about the morning routine changes. Um, we replace a card. Uh, we also can choose to impart any of the following upon the avatar. Um, one or more revelations, full or partial memories of a previous loop, or awareness that time is repeating itself. And, yeah, that's pretty much Okay. So, for the morning routine, um, the cards we have in play now are Queen of Cups, Seven of Cups, and Seven of Swords, um, representing a dream journal, um, a painting that Backo Johnson has uh, up on the wall, and uh, like using something in the kitchen that doesn't belong to her and not properly cleaning or replacing it. I think coffee grinder was mm-hmm. the one we've been going to so which of those do we want to replace do we want to just like go with the first one or like would a different one make more sense i feel like the dream journal would make sense because especially if this is where she's starting to rem- actually remember things but it's like doesn't feel like a dream it might just be like too it might be freaking her out too much and she doesn't even want to pick it up true yeah so i guess maybe let's replace it and then we can use figure out what replaces it to figure out like what we're going to give her yeah okay so this is the six of swords um which is a guy in like a little boat with a bunch of swords in it (laughs) yeah six six swords and also that looks like um, there's a figure in a cloak and a child, and then the guy is standing up and rowing. Um, movement, travel, leaving behind, difficulties or dangers, a shared journey toward the solution of current problems, healing, transition, smooth sailing. Not what's going to happen for us, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem appropriate, though. So how what would this be as like a thing to do or something? Or a thing to see? Hmm. This is a little literal, but my brain is going to, like, a walking stick. Okay. Because of the the pole. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, like, when she gets up, instead of, like, uh, opening up her dream journal, she starts literally, like, pacing back and forth in her room. Like, trying to figure out the solution. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Whether yeah, or not, okay. like, yeah. And she's, we could even bring in the walking stick, like, she's just fiddling with it as she, yeah. as she goes. Yeah, that makes sense. That works for and me. And then, yeah, so let's see. So, one or more of our revelations... Fuller partial memories of a previous loop and awareness that time is repeating itself. I don't know if we should do more than one of those, but I don't know which. Mm, let me... two, could, two or more could eventually work, but... Our revelations so far... Our revelations have been relatively, um, uh, relatively soft... Yeah. Just just because of our draws. Yeah. 
We could, especially because, let's see, was it in the last run that... No, I think it was the run before that that Estella... No, Estella was dead in the run before that very early. Um, at some point, Estella ran out. And so... The fact that she knows she knows more about the situation. Mmm. Yeah. We had that somewhere. I keep losing it. And that was the revelation oh. for loop two. Was that Estella knows why the obelisk is a bad thing. July still doesn't. Because mm-hmm. mm. they had that that conversation that ended up leading nowhere. Yeah. Um. That sounds like a pretty relevant revelation because it doesn't necessarily give her anything directly. But it, she knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. So that would be good for me. I'm also down for one of the other ones, like just knowledge that things are repeating themselves, which would also inform why she like doesn't bother with the dream journal. But yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it that also, if we think it's time. Uh, I guess. Hmm. I guess that would be my vote, but I'm. Flexible. I mean, I'm I'm willing to be outvoted. I guess. <laughs> hmm. I do like the idea that that it's an awareness that time is repeating itself. So it might just be it might be the the same kind of deja vu that you get from a dream. Yeah, but this time it's At like something. Time. It's like something more definitive. It's yeah. not necessarily that she remembers things, but it is that she. Like, you know, knows something is wrong and she's got a sense of what. Yeah, that works for me. And then does she still get, like, one vivid, like, thing from the previous thing as part of the dream? Or is Uh... that just for the first three? Oh, I guess she does. Yes. Okay, so what, do we want to go with, like, another horrible murder, or do we want to focus on, like, the good things that happened for her? I feel like the garden was the biggest part, like, yeah. symbolically, of the last loop. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, that sounds good, then. Um, And then, oh, yeah, let's see, just looking at this. Um, So we've got, we got three tally marks, right? Or is it two? Uh, three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, because we're on loop four now, so we've had three loops. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. So, one unremarkable element of their surroundings or morning activities it seems either strangely repetitive or strangely out of place. I mean, we can carry forward the others we had already had in place, right? I would think so. Okay. So, there was the thing about... The, the noise of the train passing through. I forget if we tracked this quite as thoroughly as the other ones. Um, and, oh, the fa- the whole detail of the dream journal itself. Um, which she, I guess she doesn't have to actually actively like write in it for that to, you know, be a factor. Um, and then... I hmm. think it's the unshakable uh, sensation of the smell of the garden that doesn't okay. exist. Oh, sure, yeah. Like I this like that. bouquet. Sure. Definitely. Okay, yeah, that, that's everything for the first one. Okay. 
and then she still goes, you know, she still goes through the other two aspects of the routine as established. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So, um, starting with interactions. So we do three character cards and a prompt card for each. We have. I always get this is not Donnie Brooks. This is um. Right. No. The Vivian, right? No, Gal. Gal, right? Yeah. Okay. This is Gal. Ga- um, evaluator K and. Who is Eight of Wands again? Eight of Wands is... This one's not very... Uh, Backhoe Johnson. Backhoe Johnson. Oh, okay. This is not very um, mind-jarring imagery. Yeah. It's just Eight Wands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so are we doing it from left to right then? Um, yeah. I think okay, that's the order so I do them in. Makes sense. So, for... Gal, let's. I guess we draw a prompt card. Yeah. Oh, the tower. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. Well, we're <laughs> we are we are putting that you we're using the tower somewhere safe. We're getting it out of the way here <laughs> in a, a minor, minor conversation. <laughs> so uh, remind us what the symbology of the tower is because it's, we're gonna have to stretch ourselves a little bit more than last time. Yeah. So the tower <laughs> is a change, a very sudden, abrupt change. Um, and it's usually not a, a good change. It is, uh, a- again, we have described this before, but it is a tower that is, one, being struck by lightning, two, on fire, three, there's hail, four, there's two people who have been, like, flung from the tower or fallen off of it. <laughs> right. Um, so, hold on a second. Let me just go back and check something, because... In yeah, in loop three, we already talked to Gal and Evaluator K, so maybe she is seeking out Gal because she well, she doesn't have memories of last time, but maybe the fact that she's aware of things looping is leading her to seek people out or something. So, it in the nature of like the tower and like bad things, do you think she just like? runs into or runs up to Gal and is like, I think something bad is going to happen. That's possible. It's also possible because at at one point, was it the last loop or was it before that? I think it was before that. Um, oh, this Gal also um, in loop three assured July that everything was alright. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was... Um, Oh, it was loop two, where Gal had to close up shop because of her estranged child that she went to go take care of. Um, okay. That it, that is not something that happens in every loop, but I think we did decide that, like, the child would be a constant thing, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I guess my wonder is, does the t- is the tower imagery in this interaction coming from Gal or July? Hmm, could be either. Well, I guess I've made my pitch, but I am always so to... revealing information about the world or characters, which may seem insignificant at first. So, what is something that we haven't already established that we could do with this? I mm. I feel like even if no one else knows yet, which they may or may not, but um. 
even if no one else knows yet, I think the amount of loops might be starting to wear on people. And so maybe Gal, mm. as opposed to earlier when she was like, ah, everything's going to be okay. Maybe she, like, July runs into her and, like, she is just not her normal self. She is worried. She's, um, she's clearly struggling with something, but she doesn't know what. Which doesn't make July feel any better because she doesn't know <laughs> what either. <laughs> that sounds all right to me. I think that's good. Uh, we yeah. don't have to. We don't have to really overthink a minor interaction. Nah. Okay. Maybe as in the previous loop, July goes to her to soothe her worries, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, for Evaluator K, it looks like we have the Page of Cups. We do, and I think we ha this is maybe the only page that we haven't had at some point before. <laughs> maybe. I think I you're right. Um, <laughs> gentle, kind, disposition, reflective, poetic, quiet and artistic, intuitive, sensitive, beginning relationships, birth, emotional, or spiritual growth. Huh, um, Okay. None of these are things we have associated with Evaluator K <laughs> no, thus far. I was just thinking that. <laughs> so uh, my brain actually did immediately jump to something. Um, oh. But I don't want to just like, I, I, I kind of like called the shots on the last one. So. Ah, oh, go ahead. But um, what if like after that, she, like the next person she runs into is Evaluator K and it's like, hey, do you think something is up? And Evaluator K is like, no, everything is fine, and I know because I've run the numbers on this. That's my job. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. He is not... I mean, in theory, there are many things that could bother him, as we have seen in previous iterations. But if he is confronted by a panicked townsfolk, perhaps he will adopt this sort of, like, um, kindly, maybe a little, like, patronizing air... That would because, make sense to me. Yeah. He seems like a very materialist person. The other the other thing that that made me think of, like, the spiritual growth part, like, what if he has actually taken an interest in whatever, we never really gave it a name, but <laughs> the religion right. that Nim has going on. They have been quite at odds. Hmm. But oh, like, he tries out a phrase, like... Like, have faith in the tide, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah, that, that works for me. And then, uh, Bako, which has, who has not gotten a whole lot of stuff yet. No. Oh. Uh, the star. Uh, the star is again, hope, faith, inspiration, intuition, optimism, insight, spiritual love, pleasure, harmony, conceiving a dream. So kind of similar. Um, hmm, okay. But like more so. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to ste step back for this one, but I can I feel like this jives with Johnson's themes in some ways. Yeah. He wants to we we already know he he's got a whole thing about trying to uh, better his position, right? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm And, like, getting into art and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has dreams, and maybe, like, 
he's feeling really good about those right now. And so, um, so July has run the gamut of interactions between someone who's usually, you know, really dependable, who's super worried, and someone who is just not going to give her any real engagement, who's like, ah, everything's fine. And then Backo Johnson, who is like legitimately in a great mood. That that makes sense to me. Maybe oh, maybe he knows how to finish the painting. Oh yeah, because the painting okay. wasn't finished. I I dig that. All right, and then we get the two majors. Okay. Okay. So for that we have um Estella and Angel. Yeah. Oh, good. That worked out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm just gonna go left or right again. The Hanged Man. We have had this before. It is um, adaptability to change, reversal, transformation, pausing to reflect, rebirth, readjustment, suspension, sacrificing one thing to obtain another, stepping back to leave, which is pretty angel. Um... But what yeah. in this case? In this case, it is oh, it is a secret again. Okay, uh, hmm. man, we've had to come up with a lot of secrets. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't really had to dig into her thing. She's sort of been in the background a lot of the time. Yeah, but I think this I, this does lead me to believe this is going to be another loop where we wind up in the saloon. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um... The two things that my mind goes to, or, well, the the one main thing, really, um, maybe her last uh, investment did not work out very well at all. She played it too safe, and it didn't go anywhere, and so she has basically put everything in on this. That makes sense. And if it's not successful, it could it could break her. Yeah, the hangman is pretty chill though, so maybe um so maybe this is about her like expressing optimism. Yeah, I Yeah, I would I I think that like her take on this is still positive. She's still feeling like she made the right decision. And yeah. if she has any feelings about things not being right, it's like, well, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, you know? Right. And maybe just as an extension of what's been going on, like, uh, July goes into the saloon and sees her, like, tending bar or whatever. And, like, as she's getting whatever she's been getting in here in, like, the morning. <laughs> or maybe not the morning. Maybe it's been getting into afternoon or at least by the time this sort of stuff happens. But uh, maybe she just, like, sort of, like, confides in her, like, some feeling about, like things going wrong and continuing to go wrong, something like that. Mm -hmm. And she takes it very literally. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically, it's very literal from our perspective, too, but yeah. she takes it linearly, I guess, would be the... <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe, you know, Angel is feeling good enough about her decisions that she's bold enough to say, hey, I'm going to let you in on a little secret if this didn't work out i could have been ruined but hey look everything's going great 
That that sounds good to me. Okay. So for our next one, we have. I find it funny that we've got our um, our two sort of sinister company people being like, "Hey, everything's going pretty well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's mm. chill. Don't worry about it <laughs> this time around." Oh, sorry. If you heard that, one of my Digimon is beeping. That's okay. They could hear it on my stream, which surprised me because this is a condenser microphone. Oh, uh, mm. anyway. Um, so yeah, five of coins. Um, redundancy, loss of financial stability, worries, poverty, a revaluation of worth, a need to invest in something new, true love, lack of faith, and perseverance. So this okay. is a very, very good one for Estella. Very yes. the opposite of what we have, which is uh-huh. perfect. <laughs> um, what's the uh, what do we do for coins for major interactions? Oh, right. Or is that coins is. Uh, the character gives your avatar a gift, or your avatar gives them a gift. Oh, shit. We've never gotten this one before. Oh, it just made finally. me realize. Okay. Hmm. It's because we keep getting secrets. We're <laughs> yeah. just not used to it. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, do we want to figure out the gift before we figure out what the interaction actually is? I mean, I mean that's that is a gift in and of itself, I guess. Yeah. I mean the in. I mean the gift is an interaction. I got those things completely reversed. Yeah. And but that is something. May it well so it should expose something major. Uh, major info expose weaknesses or change the nature of relationships between characters. So last time we had Nim propose. Um, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> mhm. Um so what gift would tie into these themes about bad things? It, so I'm thinking this may not specific well, Nim didn't propose but like officialize their relationship, but so this time Maybe it's not like a proposal, but it's something that's very, like a piece of jewelry that is very important to Estella. Maybe something that she never takes off. Okay, yeah. And, hmm. And do you think, like, obvi- like the themes of, like, hardship in the coin are because she is looking incredibly haggard when she, like, walks in to the saloon and offers this? Like, it's clear that she's not doing this because things are going great? Yeah. Also, like, maybe maybe part of the reason that she passes this on to July is that it's, like, it's supposed to protect her, but it hasn't really been doing that, so she hopes it works better for July. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. I think we need to take a moment to figure out what a, like, space witch protective talisman looks like. Definitely should have some moons on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some moons, maybe it's got like a a chunk of moon rock in it. Oh. Exactly what I was thinking, because yeah. you can just go to the moon, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get some, get some, if you like, 
If if you've got some like weird Dianist thing going on, you can get sacred moonstones. You can just go do a moon pilgrimage. <laughs> oh, it's like it's it's like a special um it's like opal from a moon or something. It's yeah. like it's definitely it's a gem that's not it's not a not very rare, but it's rare because it's from the moon. Exactly. So it has special properties. And maybe it is then like carved like into the shape of a moon it, it could be like full or waxing or something like that but there's sort of a double element there it's it is from there and it is also in imitation of it, it is the false the true self continues within the false self situation since there are two moons i think there should be two and they should be the same amount of waxing and waning but like reverse yeah, yeah so it's got kind cool. of like a interlocking curves like an x oh i think it's i don't even think they interlock i think it's a thing where you look at them and you can tell that they could interlock but they don't yeah i was thinking two separate ones yeah two separate moons yeah i dig that yeah okay that sounds good to me all right so stella uh presents July with a protective talisman which has not been working for her. Mm-hmm. This protective talisman, it turns out, um, doesn't cover paracaudal threats. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a ghost's problem, sure, but we're looking at stuff that's outside time. <laughs> yep. So we should probably also decide, well, no, that might be for the, yeah, I think that's one of the things we think about at the end. Whether or not Estella knows, um, we can just keep that in mind for now. Okay, yeah. Does Estella, like, just give the gift and then, like, scurry out of the saloon, or does she hang around, do you think? I think she scurries out like she's got somewhere to be. Yeah, that, that's, that fits her MO. Yeah. All right. She doesn't uh, seem like the type that hangs out yeah. anywhere but home. Yeah. Or, I guess, in private. Okay. Not sure at what point we shuffle. I'm just going to set all of these aside and then... Well, the, no, the character cards should go back in, shouldn't they? Uh, so, Yeah. Okay, so we still have the inciting event. Um, yeah. Which is the same in every loop, which is the seed pod. Yeah, I don't know if we necessarily need to elaborate on that one this time. Well, well here's the thing. is oh. If your avatar has begun to perceive the time loop, how does this event impact them now? What changes in their behavior are now compared to the <laughs> initial response? Replace this card if desired. Okay. Um, hmm. I, so she's not remembering stuff, but the simple fact that this has been in every loop, we've had some stuff about her being kind of scared of it before, right? Yes. So maybe, do you, do you think that she, like, grabs it and, like, tries to, like, use it as proof that, like, something weird is going on? Yeah, I think this is the part where things start to, like, sync up with her. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she, so she, like, definitely go, definitely does take it as, like, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm going to figure something out. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. And now, the moiters. Yep. How many do we want to do for the first we did one? Two at a, so we did two at a time last time, right? Mm. And so I think we have done... We've done one, two, three, three, two, one, and two, two, two. So do you think maybe we go back to like a dice roll or something? Or do like two, one, three? Um, any of that works for me. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, Let's see. Um... Yeah, let's just do two, one, three. Sure. Okay. Okay, so the first ones. Oh, we have Valiant oh and Estella. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, oh, jeez. All right. Well, we're gonna need a we're gonna need a card to figure this one out. Yeah. So, uh, we have the Eight of Cups. That might be one of the the ones that we're supposed to. Nope, it's not. Okay. So the Eight of Cups, which is. Another character reacts strangely to the murder, and um, that is embracing change, restless desire for something higher, letting go, moving on, breaking away, loss of heart or shyness. Huh. Okay. This is interesting. I'm just having trouble figuring out how they get in the same place at the same time, and I'm wondering if maybe it could be something that, like was maybe even caused by July's trying to do things. Maybe. They also don't necessarily have to have died at the same time. We just know True. that um this is a discovery, so that is true. They could have yes. been placed together. Yes. I'm sorry, what's the what's the card again? Eight of Cups. Eight of Cups. Embracing change. Desire for something higher. Yeah, like if you see this figure as kind of going on an upward path. Yeah. Away from all those cups he's got stacked up. (laughs) Maybe the interest that evaluator K had in the um the church yeah not well there there are two different religions here i think but oh, yeah. yeah of of the the spirituality of these common folk wasn't just feigned maybe he sought estella out for something that that would that could make sense um hmm oh okay so what if like july's like hey something is like going on and we've established that Kay's pretty confident about everything mm-hmm. but maybe the introduction of the seed pod and like this weird erratic behavior is like hmm this is definitely something outside of the variables i have worked in i know someone who knows a lot of stuff about things i normally dis <laughs> discard as esoteric yeah maybe i should go talk to her yeah. Oh, and then she discovers them. Yeah. How very um, sad. 
Yeah, there, there's not, there isn't in the card to prompt a specific like manner of death. Yeah. Um, so that, but we do need to figure out who reacts strangely. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It could be Angel again. True. And maybe in a different way. Maybe because, maybe she yeah. is she kind of takes on the yeah, it's okay, everything's fine. Hmm. Possible, but also like Kay was definitely her like seemed like her biggest ally in this undertaking. Maybe, True. but that then it would make it strange for her to try and like sweep it under the rug. But so maybe when she reacts to this, she's usually pretty even keeled. But maybe mm-hmm. it's clear that she's like a little bit hysterical. That mm. yeah, okay, yeah, it's like the same like yeah. It it is her like acting like everything is okay, but it's very clearly an act. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, hmm. Now, I feel like in establishing like how it happens, we don't have a big lead up here, and we we have been developing some degree of precedent. Do we want to like stick with the idea of like the plant murders, or do we want to keep shaking things up? I think this one could just be, um, I think this one, it's probably best that it's left vague. Like, yeah, like it's just two dead bodies. There doesn't seem to be any obvious signs of what happened. Like it could be poison, but it could also, but you know, it could be like strangulation or whatever. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's like somewhere out in like, Estella's desert hunt mm-hmm. or whatever or near there. Yeah. Not gonna know so. until an autopsy gets done and that's not really yep. July's thing. <laughs> that's true. She just makes them presentable. Alright, but yeah so yeah, Angel's trying to keep things moving as smoothly as possible despite her like numbers money person uh, being dead. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Okay, so we're 213. Yeah. So we got oh, um, Gal. Gal. And we have <laughs> we got Nine of Wands. So we went from, what, what what's her thing? Her, she's got like seven. the Seven of Wands? Yeah, see, we go from the Seven of Wands to the Nine <laughs> of have, Wands. Just we have a lot the, of people holding sticks. We have Ace, Three, Six, Knight, Eight, um, Five, <laughs> Seven. Of wands already. Wow. Incredible. Are there any yeah. over here? No. No, oh, there are. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so what's the symbology oh, of I nine wands? Eventual victory, plans coming to fruition, resolve, good health, determination, commitment to an issue or relief, and acknowledging past grief. And that Not is... Not dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The time or cause of death or the identity of the victims is hidden. Oh, shit. Well, so last time, like, the time cause being hidden is kind of what we already did identity we have not done anything like that before and i'm Mm -hmm. kind of intrigued by it yeah that is an interesting concept so this things yeah gal 
we have had so far. I mean, this wouldn't necessarily, because this isn't, isn't the one where it's unusually gruesome, showy, or ritualistic, but we have had kind of a theme of changing of the corpses so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to back up a little bit, we didn't talk much about like, oh, what happens between time passing. I think that after the first pair of bodies is found, July is definitely going to try and be proactive and like involved with solving the mystery. Yeah, I think so too. I think also that with the Stella dead, she's going to like be holding on to that totem pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Also, it, this happened right after Estella gave her her protective yeah. talisman. So there might be some guilt there. Um, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think uh, this time, rather than getting to the um, preparation of the bodies, she's going to be like, throw them in the cryo freezer. We got to figure this out. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Sure. Um, so what, how did... Do we, so does the idea of the does anyone else like the idea of like gal at least not immediately being identifiable or would it rather be the time and cause being the mystery um i'm okay with either and time um, and cause is easier that's for true sure. yeah okay so what what if like the only thing i can think of for identity would be like oh you know this. This was this is like a finger bone that somebody found. Ooh, that you would know be what nasty. I mean? What like, if if it's like time and place? What if like she is just found in her shop, like even like sitting behind the front desk or something? Yeah, like propped up on a chair. Yeah. If we want to get weirder about it and with hiding the identity, I was thinking you could do some weird like covering in flowers thing or something. Oh, you- that seems. Yes? Oh, I was, sorry. Um, I was thinking, like, so with the time, maybe she closed up shop early and nobody saw her for the whole rest yeah. of the day. Yeah. Until they, like... Until, like, the next day, then they, then someone found her. That makes sense, yes. Yeah. Or later in the day, either one of the two. It could be multiple days. Yep. And I think probably... We could do this somewhere where um, it's could be poison, could be strangulation. It's not super obvious, but it's also not like yeah, some big it's not mystery. A wooden katana through the chest. Yeah, it, there there could even be the thing like, hey, Gal was an old lady. Yeah, you that's know? true. Maybe she just died. Yeah, she like she was sturdy, but like. She she was not, you know, in her prime. Maybe she had some, like, maybe she had some, like, you know, chronic health issues that she mm-hmm. was dealing with. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, then. And now we got a big flashy three. We do. And I think, and I think, um, with, the, I think July is going to keep on being very fixated on trying to figure things out, and it's going to make her look even weirder to the others <laughs> because yeah. this is so, like, potentially innocuous. Yeah. So we have Donnie oh, Brooke. no. We have Nim, and we have the sheriff. Oh, rough. Nim almost made two out of two. 
<laughs> we got the I bought too many swords <laughs> for the cause of, <laughs> or for the the interaction. Um, so that's the nine yeah. of swords, and it is it's what it looks like: suffering, desolation, loss, self sacrifice, nightmares, stress, despair, hopelessness, isolation, dreams, fear, and insomnia. So. Damn. And just for everyone, um, it is a picture of someone sitting up in bed, like weeping into their hands while they have like nine swords up on their wall. So it e- very easily read as a poor decision made on the home shopping network. Yes. Um, if you've, if you're a fan of the cartoon home movies, I believe there is an episode about that. Um, okay. And it is, and it is Donnie Brooke, Nim and Sheriff Walker. Mm-hmm. And there are obvious signs of the cause or time of death. Okay, so we've had two very vague deaths and one big obvious death. Yeah. I think nope. this one is, to me, this is like a, some sort of big accident or, mm. or some, or, you know, something has gone horribly awry and, and these, uh, these people are caught essentially in the crossfire. Okay. So it has been just kind of things happening off to the side. Now we've got like a final destination. Yeah. Thing. Okay. That at least that's, that's my first impression. It could also be, this is when we actually see the shape of the murderer for the Mm. first time. That, I was thinking about that too. I do like the big accident idea. Um, Pixie, are you willing to be a tiebreaker here? <laughs> I don't know. They could both be pretty good. I, the big accident is interesting because I don't think we haven't really had too much of that before, other than yeah, that's yeah. kind of what the first one was like. To be perfectly honest, yeah. What what if it's a big accident at the obelisk? Yeah, let's put it at the obelisk. Sure. What is an obelisk if not nine swords arranged and stacked up next to each other so that it's like one big, very thick blade? It even points at the end. Wake up, people. Um, now, the so- obelisk is still under construction. And so that, you know, obviously Donnie that, that's why could Donnie's be there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nim and the sheriff. Maybe the sheriff just came around, is just going around, you know, asking questions because three yeah. people already died today or within yeah. the past couple of days. And and maybe Nim is there because, like, obviously this is a community problem, and also July is very upset about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. Nim has volunteered to help take statements. Yeah, and so- and then. Yeah. What there's like an explosion, or <sighs> maybe or it not collapses on someone. I I don't know. I feel like damaging the obelisk would be kind of a a big thing to do here. True. I mean, we can do big things. We don't have to be like cautious about stuff. But it does also rule out stuff like destroying the obelisk is the only way to end it. If that's the way we wanted to mm-hmm. go. Um. But it, ha- the idea, the idea of a big explosion is interesting because the thing is, like, it's about harnessing energy, right? So, like, maybe it's got like internal batteries or something. Oh, maybe it's a sinkhole. Oh, like a sinkhole opens up around the obelisk. Oh mm. fuck! 
Well, mm. again, though, if, if we want to, like... Uh, do you mean just, like, around it, but not... Yeah, it's like, it's still sticking up oh, perfectly shit. fine. But there's, like a, like, a big crater in the center of the town square now, mm. with the obelisk in the middle of it, and, yeah. and these three have died in the just in the 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 mayhem that yeah i'm i'm down to work with that sure damn okay so uh, but it's it's again so that's big and horrible i think a big sinkhole actually fits the theme of desolation pretty well now that i think about it mm-hmm. um but uh uh, but it's another thing that's also just kind of an accident. Yeah. Um that's true. Damn. Um so which I like. <laughs> because the obelisk is un- like it is still under construction. It's being worked on. It could also have something to do with that. True. There could be some like internal component that comes loose or something mm-hmm. or like some something that's like not properly shielded or whatever. Yeah, or like a plot cuz the only person who can get up it without any help is a uh, Vivian. So that's right. It could be that the uh the platform that Donnie was working on fell on the sheriff and Nim and also took him out in the process. Well, he's on a hover. Yeah. He's on a hover, a hover skiff or whatever. Mm. That is, that is just a thought. If not, I, I think it was too much. <laughs> I, I, I think it could be that or both. It could be both. It could cause the sinkhole. <laughs> yeah, I just like the idea that like there's the obelisk makes like a a noise that sounds wrong. Mm. And oh then yeah, just everything yeah. just <laughs> crushes. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's actually so the noise happens and then the the platform falls and a sinkhole opens up yeah damn okay i like it shit (laughs) (laughs) but the obelisk is fine though yeah (laughs) angel's like the obelisk is fine it's fine okay well um, I, it's hard for me to imagine July reacting, like, beyond just, like, a mad screaming or something yeah, like just, that. Yeah, just, or, like, complete, it, like, almost it, catatonic shock, like. It seems like the end of a horror movie. I'm it, thinking, of, I'm thinking about, like, the eight, the lady at the end of From Beyond. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, Yeah. So, um, uh, I think we should probably switch up the last card, right? Because again, like the garden isn't a factor unless we like relocate the symbology of that last card. What card was that? Yeah, I think it was Ace of Wands. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. So, if we want to... I'm I'm down with potentially keeping that, but it oh. does seem like it, it doesn't line up as readily as my first impulse. Yeah, I, I would vote to replace it. Also, I already put it back in the deck and shuffled okay, it, yeah. so... <laughs> oh. Yeah, alright, let's see what we got. Temperance. Okay. 
the last card represents the last thing the avatar perceives or thinks before the curtain falls. Okay, so in that case, um, moderation, temperance, patience, harmony, fusion, blending, cooperation, diplomacy, successful negotiations. I've, um, I've, okay. I immediately have an idea, but I don't. But if anyone else has something, go first. Now you can go for it if you. Okay, I, I realize I jump on these things a lot, but I've Fine. got um, what. So thinking about like meditation, patience, and all that. Like she has like a breakdown, and the last thing she thinks is like taking a deep breath and thinking, "Okay, I'll try again." Ooh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, that's patience. that's where my my head was too. Yeah, nice. And then, you know, the, presumably a disaster happens, and I don't think we have to change the how the world reacts card. No. Which, just a... to remind everyone, is the... Where did we write it down? Four of Coins, which is Obelisk Corp, or whatever it actually is, um, just kind of cutting their losses with Bitter Branch, and mm -hmm. saying, oh, well, there was some kind of industrial accident or a natural disaster or something there and a town is just gone now. Yep. No and this weird, there's none of it left. Nothing. It's just yeah. gone. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't yep. look. <laughs> Boy. Okay. Well then, uh revelations. Alright. Um so let's see, just to go over them real quick, select a character, what they know their avatar doesn't. Is it time to finally say that, uh, or have, have we already given Estella the knows something card? We have, but we have not established, like, we established oh, yeah. that she knew something was wrong. Um, right. I, th I think it is time to say that she knows about the time loop and possibly more. Yeah. About the nature of it, but at least that it is a time loop. That that so that sounds about right to me. Do we want to name what that thing is, or mm. I maybe here's the thing. In theory, we could go on forever just making this happen. Yeah, and right. maybe and maybe that is the kind of story this is. Ultimately, um, I I'd, I'd be okay if that's how it turns out. But a part of me doesn't want to like play that card just yet yeah i'm enjoying the suspense too much yeah yeah i mean you don't even have to explain it at the end if you don't want to you can just decide that you know <laughs> yeah um but we did introduce the idea of gal being aware of something do you think we should maybe like start letting more characters in on it hmm, maybe i think they can they can be a couple steps behind july yeah, there. Yeah. I I think already in this loop we've established that people just don't feel great about things. They either they either don't feel great or they feel too great. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, that, there's a lot yeah. of nervous energy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. That yeah, that, that's a that's a fair thing to say. Maybe maybe we don't have to make a call right here and now about like how much any given person knows, but like w depending on what cards come up. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. <sighs> um, 
that's that's the only made revelations that jump to my mind. Unless yep. we wanted to like do more about the character relationships or whatever involved. I th- didn't really get a whole lot of that this time around. No, not too much. Yeah. I think we've already we've already established that um July wants to escape with Nim. Um which is probably still the same and but oh, but well then again, she wanted to escape with Nim, but now she knows something is going on, so maybe she wants to figure out what's happening now. So sounds... July is let the mystery take precedence. Yeah, I think that I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because we have replaced this. You know, like I'm gonna try again next time. Like, true. So we. So let's see. So our revelations are. That uh, Estella can perceive the time loop, and that uh, July has let the mystery take precedence over her other concerns. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's not so actively trying to escape; she's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Well, there we go. I th- I think that's pretty much it. Yep, that is our yeah, loop. Think- yeah. Not, yeah, not a lot happened in this besides July figuring things out, but that was still kind of the defining aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It was a turning point. All right, then. Well, I guess you will have to tune in next time to f- <laughs> to for we will find out once again, you know, what these mysteries are now that... Uh, now that July knows there are mysteries, um, I think it's safe to say that, like, next time we're, we might give her a little bit more to work yeah. with. Yeah. Um, if the cards allow. True. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, we can't, we can't know until it happens because that's, that's the nature of the cards. Um, and which is a little bit ironic because the purpose is to see the future. Um, but so just to join us next time to find that out, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.